following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Welcome back to the Huge Show here on the Michigan Sports Network. That's Fred Hayes. I'm Anthony Bellino. It is our number two. So great to have you riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening, all across the great state of Michigan and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app, free to download. Download that. And then what you do is you search 96-1 the game, West Michigan sports leader, right? And that's going to send you over to Brett's building. And you can put us right in your pocket. That's our flagship home. That's where Brett is located. I'm in the Michigan Sports Network Radio Bunker. Great to be with you. Text the keyword HUGE to 21000, HUGE to 21000. Mercantile Bank listener line 1-866-838-HUGE, 1-866-838-4843. All guests joining us on the Roast Umber guest line. Find Brett on Twitter at TheBrettHaze, H-A-Z-E. I'm Anthony Bellino filling in once again for the HUGE one, Bill Simonson. He's on the road, hopefully working on that golf game because I heard... I heard there might be something going on in August. I don't know. We'll see. But you can find me on Twitter at AC Bellino. Uh, I don't know if Brett can see if you tweet at the huge show. I don't know if Brett can see those tweets or not. I'm not really sure. Uh, but in the event that he can't, you can tweet directly uh, at me at AC Bellino. I just saw a crazy stat you're not going to believe. You are not going to believe this. Did you know? It's because we were talking all that Michigan in hour number one. Jim Harbaugh had more rushing yards than Bo Jackson. Did you know that? It, it, does that not sound absolutely preposterous? It's true. I'm looking at it right now. Not only did he have more rushing yards, but he also had more rushing touchdowns. That's crazy to me. Never in a million years would I have. Uh, and I, I went and I said, well, I just saw a stat you know, come across the wire. And I'm like, holy mackerel. Like, yeah, that's that's real. That is absolutely real. Yeah. That's a great stat. It was uh and, and the reason he was commenting on that was name an NFL stat that seems fake but isn't. Incredible. Jerry Rice had twenty two receiving touchdowns in twelve games short in nineteen eighty seven season. Unbelievable. Simply incredible. Hmm. There you have it. Well, you learn something new every day, and that's that's what I'm here for. Uh, just share that share that news. Wow, Jim Harbaugh more rushing yards than Bo Jackson. 
Who would have thought? Uh, great to have you with us. We talked to Nick Bumgarner in hour number one. He's got the brand new book coming out, and you know I'm going to be hammering it. I already I've just placed my order. I'm ready for it. Uh, the inside story of Michigan's 1997 title climb, co-authored by Nick Bumgarner, who just joined us, and Mark Snyder. It is called Mountaintop. You can visit MDen, or you can go to Nick's uh, Twitter page. It's very easy to find at Nick Bumgarner. He covers uh, the Lions and football in the great state of Michigan uh, for the Athletic. Uh, you find him there, and you visit, after you get on there, what was it, Michigan1997book.com. And when you do that, you'll be able to uh, you'll be able to click directly uh, there, too, as well. Michigan1997book.com. Uh, Excited. Uh, Brendan Quinn going to be joining us, talking about the PGA Tour, talking about the live. We've got some new developments. What does it mean? Does it mean anything? And what can we learn? We'll figure that out. Plus, Josh Henschke in hour number three. More on the Michigan train. Uh, by the way, the phone line's open to, open to any Sparty that wants to chime in on any of this, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm come one, uh, come all here. But Josh Henschke will join us on the new NIL program at Jim. Harbaugh uh, at Jim Harbaugh at Michigan through Jim Harbaugh and then Tim McCullough Soren Eagle uh, he will join us at the end of our number three of crazy event list coming up my goodness they're going to be busy up there at Soren Eagle and of course Tuesdays here on the huge show brought to you by Soren Eagle so we love that love to get up there got to get back up to ascend uh, got to get back in there and check out what's going on at the at this sports book and had such a great time ran into Guy Gordon there and had an absolute blast with Guy Gordon and, you know, you know Guy Gordon. Everybody in the state of Michigan knows Guy Gordon. Well, another larger-than-life figure. And I introduced myself, and I did, we just started chit-chatting, right? Nothing major. I, I, hell, we stood there and drank for like an hour and a half. Oh, like, I mean, Guy Gordon and I are now like peanut butter and jelly. I love that guy. I was like, man, he is awfully nice. And I wasn't trying to pester him. I, I, I try to be mindful of that when you meet people. It's like, oh, you just say, hey, how you doing? And be, you know, be kind and you know, be polite and... Keep it moving, but he just I was like, you want another? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? Hell, we're we're both hanging out here. Might as well. And that all happened at Soaring Eagle. So how about that? You see my buddy Jeff Marsrow was up there? Man, it was an absolute party last spring when they opened up that sports book. Huge did the show. Uh, I did the morning show, obviously in the mornings. But, you know, sports book in the mornings, not a whole lot going on between 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. Huge came on afterwards. He had the big, yeah, he's on the stage with the uh, the Flintstones. They were there. Man, it was a crazy, that was a great event right there. So, yeah, when we have stuff going on, we encourage you to come on out and have fun. And, you know, sometimes, depending on where you live, Soaring Eagles, a couple hours from my home base, but it's not a big deal because you get up there, yeah, you stay up there, you have fun, you hit the casino, you're, you know, for me, I'm working, but at the same time, you know, getting to meet different people and, you know, listeners of the show. And Soaring Eagles has been such a, a great partner of ours. So, you know, for me to be able to get up there and to meet everybody was, was a whole hell of a lot of fun, man. I'm looking forward to getting back up there uh, this summer and, Spend a little time uh, inside, maybe catch a hot hand in a dice game. Might even happen to uh, might even you know happen to happen to do that. So Brendan Quinn will join us on the uh, PGA and the Live and the Rocket Mortgage. Uh, we'll get to that, and uh, that will be coming up next here at four twenty. But I did also want to dive into this world real quick. Uh, the USA Today put out this article. Prepare to be outraged. These NFL fan rankings are a disgrace. Even we admit it. We rank the best and worst fan bases in the NFL. Cleveland Browns fans are the best. No one said these rankings were good. I like that. It's by Mike Freeman. And I think it's really interesting because what comes in in Tier 1, it's broken down in Tier 1. So you have Tier 1, you have the Browns, the Steelers, the Packers. Ugh, the Packers, whatever. Browns, I totally understand. Steelers, yes. Steelers and Browns, same fan base. Don't tell anybody that I just said that. They're the same people. Hell, we all are. We're all in the Rust Belt. Right? I mean, you got Green Bay, Chicago, 
Detroit, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Buffalo, right? Some long-standing traditions here. A lot of great fans. So I was tier one. Not a big fan of the Packers. Can't wait to beat them twice this year. In tier two were the Seahawks. Interesting. The Eagles, the Ravens, and the Lions. That was tier two. What I find is very interesting about this is that we have a situation now where, sure, maybe in the early 2010s, you know, 2011, 2014, Lions fans can kind of feel the, the hype train is rolling a little bit. But with the advent of social media and the nonstop 24-7 coverage of teams, the flooding of information and content, even though I hate that word, you know, it, it's just all over the place, right? It's all over the place. And the expectation for this team has climbed so quickly. And I go back to last year when things got off to a little bit of a rocky start. And, you know, because we are humans and we immediately want to jump to conclusions. There were folks that were calling me in the morning telling me we got to get rid of Dan Campbell. And then they made the change and let go of Aubrey Pleasant. And people were like, oh, he's a scapegoat. And they wanted to use every possible reason, mm-hmm, all of them, as to why Aubrey Pleasant would be a scapegoat to save Dan Campbell's job. And what did we see? The defense, Aaron Glenn took over, defense went crazy. This team and this fan base and the Cleveland Browns are the two most, I always refer to us as cousins, because the Browns dominated pre-Super Bowl in the 60s, Lions dominated pre-Super Bowl in the 50s, and we haven't had a whole lot to hang our hat on since. Now, the Browns did win a playoff game against their divisional rival, the Steelers, not too long ago, but the franchise drastically changed since then. Those are the two most deserving franchises in the National Football League. Eagles have been there. Seahawks have been there. Ravens have been there. That's a fake franchise anyways. They, you know, Art Modell, blame him. The Packers have been there. The Steelers. It's the Browns and it's the Lions. Like, that's what it is. It's us. And our expectation for this football club this year is so high, I don't know if it can be surpassed by what we saw in the early 2010s. And as a youngster in the 90s, I wasn't aware of that anyways. But what we see here, the national media talking about the Lions as the darlings of the league. Like, that's insane. The Lions never get any national love. Never. And now all of a sudden, people are picking us? Because we have, what, the best quarterback in the division? We got a defense that, you know, hey, look, we added more pieces. Jack Campbell. Campbell, linebacker, branch at safety, went out in free agency, went nuts. Brad Holmes signing everybody, sure up the secondary. Added a running back in David Montgomery. Like, I don't know how anybody believes that David Montgomery isn't an improvement. He's younger. His production is going. If, if the offensive lines were equal, it's come on. And that's nothing, nothing against Jamal Williams. Like, it is what it is. David Montgomery's a better player. You add Jameer Gibbs? We haven't even seen what Jamison Williams can do. We have no idea. We've seen a small glimmer of what he can do. Like, holy mackerel. I look at this team, and I I hope that this fan base is prepared for everything, for it to go really well, and, and maybe it doesn't. 
I hope that um, it's the former, not the latter. But I don't know if this town can even handle success. You want to know why? Because we've never seen it. We'll be back with more of The Huge Show. Brendan Quinn joins us next here on the Michigan Sports Network. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Disturbed, the Take Back Your Life Tour. Labor Day Monday, September 4th at Soaring Eagle. And same show, same night, Stained. Tickets start at $34 and on sale now at the Soaring Eagle box office or etix.com. Party hard, rock harder. Disturbed and Stained. Labor Day Monday, part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. Have you ever played golf at Tullymore? St. Ives. Have you experienced a stay-and-play package in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids? Well, here's what you need to do if you want to take advantage of great deals right now. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com, and you'll see the link for packages, accommodations, dining, meetings, weddings, events, and so much more. And especially golf on the 18-hole layout at Tullymore and the 18-hole at St. Ives, and they can accommodate any group, whether it's two people getting together or 200 looking for a weekend or an overnight celebration that includes a little business, golf, great food, and beverages. Just go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com. They're located in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. Get more info at TullymoreGolf.com. Shop for July 4th with just one stop at Meyer. Right now, buy one, get one free 80% lean ground beef. And Kingsford Twin Pack Charcoal Briquettes for $16.88 with Emperks. Plus, get 50% off the entire stock of swimwear for the family. Buy five, save $5 on Pepperidge Farm Buns, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, 7-Up, or Dr. Pepper products, plus deposit where applicable. And Lay's Potato Chips. Get more for your money with the same prices online and in-store at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Drive for a cause at Mini on the Mac on August 4th and 5th. Hundreds of Mini Cooper owners will come together to experience a unique trip across the world-famous Mackinac Bridge. Mini on the Mac also raises vital funds for biomedical research at Van Andel Institute in Grand Rapids. Not only will you have a great time, but you'll also be supporting a great cause. Register now at MiniOnTheMac.com to be a part of this one-of-a-kind event. That's MiniOnTheMac.com. Register today. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch, Budweiser, Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to... 
to the huge show on the Michigan Sports Network. That's Brett Hayes. I am Anthony Bellino. And Brett, uh, were you able to get my buddy Brendan on the horn? We are good to go. Oh, join us on the Roast Umber guest line covering uh, the PGA Tour in a multitude of things over at The Athletic. Get your subscription right now. Our good friend, Brendan Quinn. Brendan, my man, how are you? How's life? How are things, partner? Everything is wonderful. I'm actually out on the course uh, now at Detroit Golf Club. And, uh, yeah. You know, there's worse, worse places to be. Live on the scene at the RMC. I love that. How is the course after the storms on Sunday? I mean, it, the weather's unpredictable, but some of the photographs that were circulating around the Internet, it was like, oh, man, grounds crew's got a lot of work to do in a short amount of time to do it. Yeah, all, all things considered, um, you know, I think it's in decent shape. It could have been way worse. Uh, of the 18 to 20 or so trees, large trees that came down, um you know, I, I was told a number of them barely missed kind of structures that have been built. You know, they, I'm saying they missed them by three or four feet, um, where it would have been kind of you know, catastrophic in terms of trying to clear things out or rebuild things or whatever it may be. But um, of course, it's in decent shape in terms of functionality. Um, the problem is that it has taken on so much water it'll be impossible to firm it up. And yeah, I think these guys are going to absolutely uh, pick it apart in these conditions uh, with how soft it's going to be. So last year, Tony Finau won at 26 under. He said today that he could see it at 30 this year. So you don't see 30 under on uh, on tour very often, but it might be in play this week. You know, Brendan, and it's something I've been talking about, you know, the, uh, since last week uh, about this tournament. And then we go into the Travelers, and Keegan Bradley threw a 23 under up on the board and won the Travelers, right? And it's like, you know, yeah. I, I just kind of felt that in a way, the way that the national media had kind of covered the Rocket Mortgage in years past with some of the numbers that had gone pretty low. I just kind of felt like they were sliding the course, like it wasn't going to be up to tour standards. And it's like, no, these guys are professionals, and not every course can be like U.S. Open you know, style, if you will. So do you think that if the score is is low, if, if Tony's right and you could see you know 28 or 30 under par could win this thing, do you think that the course will take some heat? Will the RMC take some heat from the pundits? Uh, yeah, probably. You know, it's just kind of the nature of things that – it like distance wise, just by the numbers, um, it does kind of stack up like middle of the pack among the PGA tour courses. Um, you know, one of the things is the, the angles you can take here and the fact that it's this old Donald Ross design that, you know, just some of the, the more penal aspects of it just are not in play for a number of these guys. And is it going to take heat? I mean, yeah, probably. What does that mean? Very little. I, they've got a, a, a fresh three-year contract I think they're working off of. So, you know, it's not going anywhere. Um, it would be nice for like one year to actually see the place play in like proper conditions. If there was a while there, we had 18 straight days. I actually live five minutes from the course. We had 18 straight days without any rain. It would have been great to see, you know, this track um, up against these guys. If it was that dry, that fast, that firm, um, and where they could maybe dial up the greens a little bit, but it's just not plausible here. So will it catch grief? Yeah. Does it mean anything? No. 
I like that. See, that's a, yeah, exactly. Yeah, say what you want. Do we care? Absolutely not. We don't. And to be honest with you, if I'm if I'm a patron, right? That's a good golf term there. Steal it from my friends down in Augusta. If I'm a patron, sure. I'm going. I want to see guys make like great shots. I want to see a guy hit one, you know, seven or eight feet pass and spin it back like Steph Curry did the other day from 150. Now I get guys hitting half quarters in, in golf, but that's what I want. I want to see guys stick it, and I want to see guys go low. I don't want to see some dude out there hacking it around in the rough and can't find his ball, and you know, just you know, slave a way to try to shoot 72 that that's not very fun for me i can do that yeah i mean this is it's really a larger conversation in the game that um you know there's this persistent conversation about rolling back the ball about changing the equipment that mainly to kind of make some of these types of courses um you know just play the way they're supposed to and i and i don't know what's going to happen here you've got you know i think the USGA and the RNA certainly um, want to be moving forward uh, with that kind of initiative, even though it's been taking many years. Um, PGA Tour, I don't think it's going to subscribe to that, though. I don't think you guys want to do any of that. So it's, there's going to be a push and pull. I think it's going to be the same conversation next year and by the year after that. Um, but, you know, in terms of what the fans want, I mean, that's always been a moving target in golf. I think, you know, there's the, the people who organize these things think that, you know, the casual fans might want something um, one way, whereas, you know, the, the the real people that follow the game might want to see them, you know, play on fifth and turn, see them play um, in pinch, against pinch fairways and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, it's just kind of an endless conversation that on this side of the world is just happening constantly. Nonstop all the time. Uh, Brennan, you just recently wrote for The Athletic. If you're not a subscriber, what you need to do is go to theathletic.com, click the button, click subscribe. Great deals all the time to get in and read old form journalism the way that we used to know and love. Uh, but, Brendan, the PGA Tour submitted some documents to somebody on some committee. And I, who doesn't love a committee? And then to have a subcommittee with it, I mean, my goodness, that's what we're good at. We love putting together committees. And there's an investigation, allegedly, pertaining to this new company formed with the Saudis, uh, PIF. So what can you tell us about these documents and about the deal uh, that seems to be on the table here between these two? Well, I mean, the deal has been completed. It was signed, but, you know, there's that paperwork, as we know, I mean, that 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 appearance by Jay Monahan and uh, Yasser Al-Ramayan on on CNBC was not hypothetical. That the, the deal was done. It was signed a week before that, um, and really the 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 paperwork last night was more just kind of seeing it more in black and white. Um, yes, you're right. The um, Senate Subcommittee on Investigations is is looking into the deal. Um, so the, the the paperwork was submitted for you know they requested all documents and information the the framework agreement which was kind of obtained by uh, the athletic and some other outlets um, basically just kind of spelled out what everyone had been saying the the nature of the deal is that it's the creation of a new company between the PGA Tour and the um, Saudi Arabian Public Investment Fund, along with the DP World Tour, which the PGA Tour already holds a 20% stake in, um, to basically put all of their um, commercial golf business into one company. So the, the PGA Tour itself, as a functioning golf tour, remains independent, for lack of a better term, and it's just rolling its commercial 
business into this new company. So that includes its TV rights deal, its properties in terms of, you know, the TPC courses, um, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, so the Senate is committing, is, uh, is investigating it. Um, the DOJ is looking into possible antitrust violations that I'm not sure where that's going to go. The, the antitrust investigation began when um, the PGA Tour and Liv were going kind of head-to-head in this battle. Now that Liv is basically part of the same company that the PGA Tour is, um, you know, what, where does that send the, the, the DOJ investigation on antitrust? We'll find out. But, um, yeah, the, 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 the paperwork last night was just more, um, more maybe just clarity of instead of hearing um, what this new company is via comments by Jimmy Dunn, who's on the PGA Tour Advisory uh, uh, Panel, or from Jay Monahan, or from media like me, um, it was just a six-page document that actually laid out what this is, what's agreed upon so far. What's the pulse like then for, as as you're there, you're on the grounds, you're kind of seeing, is this even, it was such a big story when it first dropped, and then, you know, we got a million other things going around, whether it's sports-related or, or global relations and whatever the case may be, there's always something in the news, right? So it feels like it might be big for a flash, and then it's kind of gone. What's kind of the word out there? Are guys even talking about it, or is just like, hey, it's done, and we'll figure out whatever we're going to do when the time comes, and, and whoever is going to pay us and how we're going to play but at the end of the day we got a golf tournament to play this week and that's what we're going to focus on yeah i think both um there, there's still plenty of chatter you know it is the kind of point of conversation of of what's going on and um look there's three things that can stop this deal from going through it's the uh senate subcommittee of on investigations it's the doj and it's pga tour players you know pushing back on it in some way, shape, or form. Does that happen? I have no idea. But um, it is certainly, you know, guys comparing notes, guys asking what each other thinks about it. Um, you know, this thing was a completely clandestine deal done by Jay Monahan and Yasir Abramayan that went over the course of basically six weeks, and a very small group of people were aware of it. Um, meanwhile, the PGA Tour fancies itself as a player-run organization, except none of the players knew that this deal was getting made that would, um, you know, obviously directly affect all of them. So, yeah, it's there. Are, there was a player meeting last week at um, at Travelers. There are um, uh, player advisory council meetings this week in Detroit. Um, the PGA Tour board is meeting this week in Detroit, um, and all the while, Jay Monahan is out of office due to, um, you know, health issues. So there's so many moving parts. There's so many things happening. No one really seems to know anything concrete in terms of what happens next. But at the same time, you go on the range and, you know, dudes are still out there hitting balls, trying to get right and trying to go win a golf tournament because they know they're probably going to have to be at about, I don't know, what's the cut line going to be? Six under on Friday. So you better come out ready to ready to make birdies this week. Yeah, then that's uh, that's what we're all coming out there to do uh, for those guys. A lot easier for for regulars like me. Not not that easy. And in the midst of all of this, 
what this TGL pops up and it's like, okay, so now like TGL in Boston, like the, uh, the second of six team ownership groups, uh, the Fenway sports is getting in. What can you tell us about this TGL that's opening season is going to be January, 2024. Why do I feel like golf is just spiraling in 800 directions? Well, I, you know, the PGA tour at the time that it was going head to head with, with live kind of needed certain answers. It needed new, um, avenues of revenue, um, you know, people forgot that PGA Tour just magically said, oh, we're going to have these elevated events with $20 million purses, et cetera, et cetera. But no one ever actually said where that money was going to come from. That's one of the primary reasons that this deal was struck with the PIF um, to kind of come, become a joint operation. And instead of the, the Saudis spending two, three, five, six billion dollars on golf in competition with the PGA Tour, it's now in partnership with the PGA Tour. The Tour can take that money and basically you know, spend it as it see fits. It has a majority of seats on the board. So that's another conversation. But regarding TGL, you know, these were things that were kind of being started in real time of um, trying to bring, bring golf to a broader audience, try to find, you know, kind of air quote, fun new ways to um, get golf on television and things like that. And, you know, a lot of people will tell you Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods is not going to be playing golf regularly. That involves walking 18 holes. But you put them on a on a TV um, or in front of a video screen on a golf simulator in a like indoor competition. Well, he can do that all day. So you know, it, a lot of this I think is built around the the TV ratings that Tiger Woods can bring in. And um, you know, a lot of people kind of mocked the live idea of creating these franchises that would. Uh, that would exist as these three or four man teams kind of under the umbrella of one, you know, primary star player. Um, well, this isn't that far different from that. And they're, they're going to be, they are selling these teams. I was told they're going for upwards of $50 million per. So the first one's in LA. Now you see a second one in Boston, you know, not in Boston, but it's, you know, dubbed a Boston team. And, you know, it's not a coincidence at all that it is a Fenway um, that is the Fenway group that has uh, decided to make the investment. Um, Jay Monahan, the current PGA tour commissioner came out of that ownership group. He was a former executive VP and CMO there. And, um, you know, his best friend, Sam Kennedy, or one of his best good friends, I should say, uh, Sam Kennedy is the current president of the Red Sox, current president of, or CEO of, uh, Fenway. Um, you know, they own Liverpool FC. They own the Pittsburgh Penguins. And now they have this TGL team. And what does that exactly mean? I don't really know. Man, that's a, uh, geez, I, I, I can't wait to see a what it looks like. It's a lot of information all at once. This is. <laughs> it's incredible. And you know, all this off the top of your head, I'm, I'm trying to follow along and I'm like, I, I'm just trying to figure out what kind of simulator, like, are we in like a dome? Is that what this yeah, is going to be? Are we hitting I mean, like closest to the pin shots in a dome here? Like what's with, I'm, it's really annoying trying to play golf with my buddies who, you know, these are just the conversations of like, all right, just boil this down into like the Wikipedia version for me. Yeah, you got to have you got to get a subcommittee to have them sign some paperwork. Like, guys, I write about this. Get a subscription. We're on the golf course. We're going to talk about anything but work right now, including this fancy wedge shot I'm about to hit. Then throw a dart in there and then keep it moving. All right, back over to our. You criticized in my short game, but you know that's beside the point. (laughs) I just you know back over to the RMC now because I feel like even talking about it, I feel like I'm doing a disservice to all of our listeners all across the great state of Michigan that might be interested in. But it's like, yeah, we got some major topics. 
topics here in the game of golf that you know we we gotta we gotta at least get some information and some intel. And why not call sure. the guy on the beat? So who is your favorite? Who do you like the most this weekend at the Rocket Mortgage Classic? Yeah, I think um, no, I think Justin Thomas has had a couple nice or is kind of turning around his game um, of late. He was kind of in the wilderness there for a couple of weeks, but I think he had a really like he, in LA, he kind of started turning things around and then, um, put up a couple of nice performances at, um, at travelers. So, you know, he seems to be trending the right way. And given kind of the, the quality of the field here, you know, if, if Justin Thomas is starting to look like Justin Thomas, you have to talk about him in that conversation. Tony Finau obviously will be among the favorites after what he did last year. Um, a guy I really like this week is Tom Kim, 20-year-old um, who is, you know, casual followers will, might remember what he did at the President's Cup last year. He's already a two-time winner on the PGA Tour. He has not won yet this season, but um, is is playing fairly well and I think is a, a good name to watch this week. It would probably be an exciting thing for the Rocket Mortgage to have kind of a young up-and-comer like, like Tom Kim, um, take this thing so yeah ricky fowler just shot a you know made his run at the u.s open and and shot a 60 on saturday at travelers like his game is in great shape and a guy like with his distance has to look at a place like um detroit golf club as someplace that he can really win and, and take a run at this thing and certainly familiar with the course because he is um a uh, Rocket Mortgage brand ambassador. He's played this event every single year, so certainly knows the course, certainly knows is comfortable here. Um, he's kind of also hard to kind of look uh, to not look at as a, a you know possible top five finish, if not a winner. He is Brendan Quinn. Find him on Twitter at BF Quinn. Find his work at The Athletic, covering not only golf, but college hoops uh, as well. And stay tuned for more information on whatever happens next with the tour and whatever direction they're going. And, of course, all weekend long there at the Rocket Mortgage. Brendan, on site, man. Thank you so much for your time today, partner. I greatly appreciate it. Happy to do it. Thanks for having me. There he goes. Brendan Quinn, great scribe. And if, if you follow college hoops, that's, that's a must. He is an absolute must. Like, that... That is uh, that, that's an author, and we you know and I just saw it when I was on his Twitter page. Uh, he's got some photos up right there that I retweeted about the you know falling you know the falling trees and the debris and how close it is to some of the structures. But he also tweeted a little bit ago about our previous guest in our number one, Nick Bumgarner. He said, "Have had the great pleasure of following Nick and Mark on the journey of writing this book." Their work was endless and relentless. So impressive! It's going to be outstanding. Can't wait. Checkmark pre-ordered. I love that. I think it's a great idea, um, you know, to get a copy of that book. And I just, I love when people support other people and, you know, good things are happening, man. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. We'll step aside. We'll be back with more of the huge show after this right here on the Michigan Sports Network. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Grand Rapids, you asked for it. Big time rush are coming. Big Time Rush, live in concert, Can't Get Enough Tour. Van Andel Arena, Friday, July 21st, with special guest Max and featuring Jax. Get tickets now at LiveNation.com. For more, visit BigTimeRushOfficial.com. 
huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. I'm Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball. I'm Hunter Moore, and football is my game. So we know a few things about sports and the passion of Detroit fans. That's why we're big fans of Eagle Casino and Sports. It's the mobile sports book that lets you bet on action all year long, right from your mobile device. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Download the app and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. June is Gun Violence Awareness Month, and the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police wants you to speak up. In four out of five school shootings, someone knew about the attacker's intent but didn't report it. If you suspect someone you know may be about to hurt themselves or others, speak up. You can report it safely and anonymously through OK to Say or contact your local police department and share what you know. Whatever you do, don't keep it to yourself. He hasn't made a putt all day, but if he makes this one, we're all cracking a Labatt. Hold it. Did you say if your buddy makes this putt, we're all cracking a Labatt? How about a Labatt blue light? Uh, yeah. Hey, buddy, you can do it! It's a left to right break, just outside the cup, a touchdown hill. Appreciate the support. You guys mind if I putt now? Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Best putt ever. Because making the big shot is better with a big crowd. Labatt takes everything to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, 2023, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. All rights reserved. Labatt Regulations, U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing Company, Limited. Hey, buddy, where's my Labatt blue light? He made the putt for crying out loud. I want my Labatt blue light. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back here to the huge show on the Michigan Sports Network. That's Brett Hayes. I'm Anthony Bellino. As always, it is a pleasure to be joining you no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening. Text the keyword HUGE to 21000. That's HUGE to 21000. Our Mercantile Bank listener line if you want to join the conversation. 1-866-838-HUGE. 1-866-838-4843. And look, folks, I'm telling you what. It is a... I didn't realize this was such a point of contention, but since we're on the Michigan train, we might as well keep riding it. What is the beef with this fan base in Cade McNamara and Eric All? What's the issue? I don't I don't I can't seem to wrap my head around it. Maybe I'm missing something, but I can tell you this much. Those guys came to Michigan. They won a Big Ten championship. They made it to the college football playoff. And yes, we got whacked by Georgia. Okay. Great. Like, I I don't know what the... Like, they transferred. 
They're obviously pretty close. They decided to transfer for greener pastures, I guess. More opportunity, I guess. I mean, look, J.J. McCarthy was the right selection at quarterback. You go back to the Ohio State game this year, though. I mean, you got to get the balls in the, in the hands of your playmakers. He was able to do that, but there were some throws there that's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, look, I don't understand why we're fighting over this. They're gone. You can acknowledge their contributions had a positive effect on this program while simultaneously using both parts of your brain and saying, yeah, they play at Iowa now. It's okay that they left. It's fine. We wish you the best and be done with it. What are we arguing about here? Boy, I'll tell you what. I said something about Cade McNamara the other day. He was giving a speech. I don't know. I quote to the video. And I said, hey, man, the program's not where it's at today without him. And everybody's climbing all over me. And I'm like, all right, well, apparently some people are really mad at Cade McNamara. What you want to try to do here, and this is an area that my fan base struggles with, is cultivate a quality online presence and, air quotes, relationship with your players. Why are we tweeting at these kids after games? Like, yeah, we can be frustrated. So-and-so missed a block. A pick bounces off somebody's hands. That's why you're a DB and not a wide receiver. We've heard it all the time. Just let it go. Like when I nothing makes my skin crawl more than when I see people tweeting at recruits. Just let it go. Hey, come to Michigan. Outside of that, you leave it be. I guess if you have to say so, if you absolutely had to say something, you look good in maize and blue. Leave it at that. Boy, oh boy, and I love, I love the passion. I do. But there have been some comments by some former athletes that would, you know, like, look, they see the stuff. Parents see the stuff. And it's in every fan base across America. This isn't just a a Michigan issue. I'm just talking about because I tweeted about Cade and said, thanks a lot. Appreciate you winning the Big Ten Championship for us. Good luck on the rest of your endeavors. Right? We knew we had a stud coming in. I'm fine with the fact that J.J. McCarthy basically sat a year. I'm good with that. I don't know why anybody, I don't know why everybody's upset about that. It's okay to come in not as a true freshman and play a couple of seasons, have some success, and go to the professional level across all sports. There isn't a single one of us that ever played a sport as a child that didn't envision at a local park, in a driveway, in a backyard, in whatever your sport was, that you weren't going to get a full ride and walk on there as a freshman and take over the world. And we all did that. Everybody did that. There wasn't a time in your career of playing whatever sport you played that you weren't a child with a dream that you were going to win a championship. That's part of what makes all of this so special. Do you know how many championship baskets I had to retake in the driveway before I finally won a national title? And I would, I would always pick random schools, right? I'd pick like NC State in my mind. Why? I don't know why NC State. I have NC State polo. Like, why NC State? Because it was like, oh, I couldn't get in here, so I had to go there and lead them to, like, we all did that stuff. 
all of us have played a round of golf by ourselves if you golf. And if you were just practicing, like, this is to win the Masters. Like, we've all done that. If you didn't do that, where's your imagination? Have a little fun. Be a kid. And yes, you can sit for a year and come in as a sophomore or a redshirt junior or a redshirt senior and have some success. Like, think about Devontae Jones, for example. Graduate transfer, he was on Victor Wembenyama, the number one pick. He was on the same team. He was on Wemby's team. Devontae Jones from Michigan. A grad transfer. Hunter Dickinson might go to Kansas and just fry the NCAA. Like, he might go absolutely ham out there in Kansas. I'm talking like 30 and 20, ungodly numbers, leads him to a Final Four. Will Michigan fans be salty? Of course we'll be hurt. Of course we will. That's a natural human reaction. But, you know, appreciate the contributions while they're here. Wish them all the best when they're gone. And take care. Like, that's, that's, the, that's the best. Like, okay, think about it like this. What if it was your kid? Right? Let's say it's your kid, your son or daughter, that's leading a team to a conference championship in the, in the Power Five and then is going to get replaced by an uber-talented freshman. Your kid wants to transfer. Now you got all these people bickering online. you got to listen to all the time. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. Don't do that. Don't do that. Come on. Thank you, Cade. Thank you, Eric Hall. Great catch against Penn State. We love you guys. Thanks for the Big Ten Championship. Best of luck in, in your future endeavors at Iowa, except for when we play you. I hope we beat you 100 to nothing. Hour three is next. Huge show, Michigan Sports Network. Big. Bad. Huge.